0: Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and... We just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay. And I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have who have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.help.com/alana. Thank you BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray.
1: Hmm, you can stay one step ahead of stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty, large black bags.
0: Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny or Alana. And I'm so excited for this week's episode. I have an incredible guest on. Her name is Tamara. Tamara Fitness on Instagram. And she also is really well known on TikTok with over 400,000 followers. She is officially an Orange Theory coach or trainer. She posts workout programs, she even has her own fitness gym guide and dumbbell guide available on her website. She is amazing. Her catchphrase is health is hot, which is the title of today's episode. But we get into a really great and interesting discussion. We talk from how did she start her TikTok and her Instagram? Was she always into health and fitness? Advice she would give to someone looking to start their fitness journey, her relationship with food and fitness, And all the other good stuff, we also do a lot of fun rapid fire at the end, so stay tuned for that. But until then, I'm going to give you a little update, a life update. I've never really done this on the pod, but a life update. And then we're going to go into our segments, like our weekly intention, tip of the week, and current faves. So my little life update is that I have resigned from working at Lulu. If you watched my recent YouTube video, you would know that I handed in my two weeks, about two weeks ago, actually on the day that this episode is going live. It is my last day working. So sad, very bittersweet, Um, but it was just getting too overwhelming with my full-time job as a social media manager at a social media agency, doing all this fun stuff um, with my social media platforms, school, having a life, trying to enjoy summer while it's here. You know, it's very busy. So I had to unfortunately close that chapter. I love Lulu so much. And if you want to hear more about why I had to hand in my resignation and why this is so emotional and monumental to me, definitely check out my latest YouTube video, you'll get a greater insight into that. But let's get into my weekly intention. So my weekly intention is to be more intentional with my meals and to really focus on diversifying it. I've been really routinely with my meals. My mom even pointed it out to me. Um but I've just been having the same things on repeat out of habit, and I think it's because I'm a pescatarian and I've been trying to have a lot more whole foods. So I'm leaning and going towards a lot of the same proteins, like salmon burgers and salmon and salmon pokey and canned tuna and olive oil of that sort. So I want to focus on diversifying my meals, specifically my proteins. So maybe having white fish or incorporating some legumes like chickpeas and lentils and beans back into my diet maybe having some tempeh and just really diversifying it not only to change up my meals and make it more fun but it's also really good for your gut health i spoke about this a while ago um, how I wanted to diversify what I was eating for my gut microbiome to encourage a diverse microbiome in my gut and to improve gut health. So that is my weekly intention, which leads me into the tip of the week. So my tip of the week is to think ahead for lunch and dinner. So what do I mean by this? Meal prep a little. I'm not necessarily saying to get those meal prep containers out and put your chicken and broccoli and rice into your containers for five days a week. It's more so having your fresh fruits and veggies prepped, whether they are chopped up and ready to go, whether you maybe roast sweet potatoes or cook some vegetables in a way that you really like, or maybe you have a carb prep, so you have a container of rice prepped out, or maybe pasta. Um, Do you have your favorite proteins meal prepped and ready to go? For example, you have like chicken and salmon and tofu already. It will make it really easy to just grab and go and have your lunch and dinner made easily for you. Are you thinking ahead for lunch and dinner and taking out your salmon to defrost or are you picking it up fresh? Um, Stuff like that and I think that will be really helpful for me as well in diversifying my meals by thinking ahead and planning ahead and putting myself first when it comes to my meals instead of just like waiting until I'm hungry and then I just make whatever first comes to my mind. Um, that leads me into my current favorites. And my first current fave is orange, everything. I recently got my nails redone, and every single design I was looking at had to have orange in it. And I want the orange set from the Ritzia body line like the sports bra and biker shorts in orange and I just want orange everything. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the 70s fashion trends coming back, but I'm absolutely obsessed and you should be too. Just saying. Just saying. If you don't like orange, just just give it a try. I highly recommend that brings me in to my second current fave, and it's the hair care line juice, which is by Area, which I'm pretty sure that's how you say it, Area, which is a local hair salon in Toronto. They came out with their products a bit ago. They launched the hair mask and they launched with hair mask and then since have expanded into shampoos, conditioners, hair oils, lip balms, and glosses and all that stuff. And I've been wanting to try it for so long, but I just never took the jump, but they recently kindly sent me product and I tried it out and girls, my hair looks so healthy. It's frizz free. My curls, my curls are, I don't even know the word. It's the end of the day and they're just like thriving. They're thriving. That's the word I want. Um, They look amazing, in my opinion, and the product feels good. It's natural. It's free of like all that shit, you know. Um, The packaging is cute, and if you've been debating it, especially if you're from Toronto and know of the brand Juice, I highly recommend, and I'll have it linked in the show notes, so you can go and check that out. And my third and final favorite is Green Juice. Who would have thought that Lanny B Fit, Lanny B, Lanny... Yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person. Would be putting green juice on her current faves because I would never think that. But hear me out. I started working with this company from Montreal called Dose, and they're a cold pressed juice company. And I've been wanting to work with them for a while because I've been really interested in their products. They have cold pressed juices and smoothies and booster shots and all that stuff. And so I got some of their juices sent to me and I kid you not, I'm obsessed with two of their green juices that I've tried so far, which are Cactus and Fresh. I'm having green juices pretty regularly. I want to say at least like every two to three days I'm having one and I'm really not mad about it. So if you live in Canada and want to try out Dose, you can use Lanny 15 Lanny L-A-N-I, and the number 15. Quick break to talk about today's sponsor, Work Patterns. Thank you so much for sponsoring Morning Ray. Work Patterns is the people management app that gives managers tools for unlocking the potential of their teams. Being a great manager has never been harder. The relationship between employees and their managers is a key driver of workplace productivity and engagement. We believe that with the right tools, managers can be exceptional leaders. Work Patterns is designed to make team management easier, enabling continuous one-on-one feedback, collaborative meetings, recognition, goal tracking, and workflow management all in one place. I know right now a lot of us are working remotely. It can be difficult to not only manage your employees, but as an employee, it can be difficult to stay on top of all the work, meetings, and whatnot you have going on, and that's where Work Patterns comes into play. Whether you're a manager struggling to stay on top of things or a CEO whose organization has outgrown its systems, Work Patterns can help. We've reimagined manager tools for today's working relationships. We provide the guidance and streamlined workflows managers need to stay organized with a structure for unlocking the potential of their teams. If you're interested in trying out Work Patterns for free, you can go to workpatterns.com, that's W O R K P A T T E R N S dot com, C O M, and try it out today for free. I'll have it linked in the show notes below. Thank you, Work Patterns, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. So, I'm so excited to have Tamara on the podcast. I know you are all going to love this episode so much. If you like it, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. DM me your favorite part from this episode to Morning Ray Podcasts on Instagram. And tag me if you are listening to the podcast on your Instagram stories. Take a screenshot, post it to your stories, and tag me, Lanny B. Fit and Morning Ray podcast. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Morning Ray. I'm here with Tamara. I'm so excited to have you on Morning Ray.
1: I'm so excited to be here. This is my first podcast, which is definitely exciting. I've never thought that I would be on a podcast. I always get asked, like, hey, could you do a podcast? Like, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I'm just like, I can talk way too much to the point where my (laughs) podcast will be like Joe Rogan, where it's like pushing four
0: hours. (laughs) Yeah, no, people were asking me to start one and I kind of just started it on a whim. And you know what, when you're like talking on a recording by yourself sometimes like you think you can talk for so long and then you think you've been talking for so long and it's only been like 25 minutes and you're like I need this to be 30 or like 40 whatever you're doing and it can be difficult oh I'm sure yeah (laughs) but anyways for those who don't know you (laughs) those who don't know you who are you where are you from and what is your zodiac sign oh shit oh wait
1: am I allowed to cast on here
0: Yes, you are. You can swear as much as you like. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, hey, everybody. My name is Tamara Anthony. My Instagram is Tamara.Fitness with three S's on the end of that bitch. I'm just your average girl. (laughs) I don't know. I went to study kinesiology at Cal State San Marcos. And then basically after that, pursued my passion with fitness. I recently became an Orange Theory coach. I've been doing all my social media stuff, which I'm sure is what you guys, multiple guides, it's been great. It's been so much fun. Right now, I live in San Diego. I'm originally from Orange County, but I don't know. I'm just way more of a San Diego person. The vibe there is just way chiller. Everybody's nicer. I don't know. I feel like everybody knows what OC, or has like a pre-assumed assumption about, pre-assumed assumption, I just said the same word twice, but (laughs) has an assumption about Orange County and like kind of true. So that's why I like... Diego um definitely a lot better and I'm a Leo I don't know why I really hate telling people I'm a Leo because I feel like they have such a bad rep aren't you a Leo
0: yes I'm a Leo I feel like we can come off as like very self-centered and obnoxious and like wanting to be the star of the show which I mean at some points I do have (laughs) those character (laughs) traits but I think we're really like not to like pump ourselves up and be like kind of out there but I think we can be really sweet like down-to-earth people too.
1: Totally. Yeah. Well, I had, I don't really understand like all of the astrology shit that well. I want to learn more about it, but I had this girl break down my chart. So apparently I am a hmm. shit. I don't even know how to say it. It's like a rising Leo sun in Sagittarius, <laughs> and Sagittarius and Aries. I just know I'm a Leo Sagittarius and an Aries. So I don't even so know what I- that means. Like, am I a Leo? I <laughs>
0: so from my research I still don't know that much but your sun sign is like the most common sign that everyone knows it's based on like your birthday and yeah just your birthday like the time the date of the year and then your rising sign I believe is like your emotions and how you communicate I think it's just your emotions and like your outward, yeah. like how other people view you. And then yeah,
1: that's my Sagittarius.
0: Yes. And then your moon sign is like how you communicate. So my moon sign is a Gemini. <laughs> which oh, can shit. be Don't a little know. two-faced apparently um my therapist likes to tell me I have like a paradox going inside of me because I can be really like self-confident and have high self-esteem in some areas of my life and then in other areas it could be the total opposite so literally
1: same, same 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 I people are like you're the center of attention like you like being the star of the show I'm like okay well I'm practicing to be an orange theory coach and every time I go on mic I feel like I'm going to pee my pants I'm so scared (laughs) like it it's so I don't know I feel like everyone's like oh Leo here we go again center of attention or if like I do something people are like what's your sign and I'm like Leo and they're like I can tell and I'm like shut up (laughs) (laughs)
0: literally but
1: whatever I'll just
0: Maybe I'll start telling people I'm a Sagittarius or something. Just lie. No one has to know. I'll
1: just lie. Change my birthday on Instagram and everything.
0: Okay. So you mentioned a bit how you have like your online platform. And I noticed, like, I want to say within the past year, correct me if I'm wrong, you grew pretty quickly on both TikTok and Instagram. And I think you also are on YouTube. What drew you to start your platform?
1: So... I've always been passionate about fitness, and then over quarantine, I hit a very low point in my life, I laugh at it now, because I laugh at my pain, it's one of my issues,
0: Mm -hmm. but I hit
1: a very low, (laughs) I'm like, it's really not funny at all, but I'm laughing like it's hilarious, I hit a low point in my mental health, my anxiety got very bad, Um, I felt very depressed, it was affecting my relationships with my family, it was affecting relationships with my boyfriend, I was just not in a good place, and basically the way my anxiety kind of or when I found out I had anxiety I didn't realize it but I filled my plate up with all of these things so from seven in the morning till eight o'clock at night I would be out of my house busy I was a busy girl so when quarantine happened everything was forced to stop I was forced to sit with myself and my thoughts and it was super shitty um my anxiety got really bad again I felt very depressed And I basically was just super bored. I feel like everybody experienced that during lockdown, but I just went through complete boredom. But looking back at it, I'm so beyond grateful for that boredom because it finally let me get creative and have time to make ideas and plan my future out and like really decide what I wanted to do. So I did. At the time, TikTok became such a thing during quarantine. So Mm -hmm. I made a TikTok and I just started doing the stupid trends, like the, the renegade, the damn thing, (laughs) like just whatever the fuck was on TikTok. I was just having fun with it. But then I started thinking, I'm like, okay, I really want to start incorporating fitness videos or a fitness account somewhere. And I was like, a lot of my friends aren't on TikTok. So that means a lot of people I don't know won't see my videos. And I was like, yes, that's what I want. (laughs) So I started making fitness videos on TikTok and they started doing really well. And I feel like my TikTok, once I started being consistent with exercise videos and my Trader Joe's hauls, and people were like, okay, this is what this account is for. That's when I really started to see progress within my account. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I started getting people from my personal life being like, make an Instagram, make an Instagram, make an Instagram. And I was like, fuck it, I'm making an Instagram. So I just kind of went for it. And ever since I started, I think when I first started my Instagram, I was posting every single day, like every single day, I was posting Mm -hmm. either a picture or a workout. And then on TikTok, I was posting twice a day. So I was being stupid, consistent with everything. And I think that's kind of what led to my growth. Also, I've been nothing but genuine and real with my followers. And I think that is so important because when you go to follow somebody, you can honestly tell instantly if this bitch is being fake or if this is actually how they live their life. And I think people are realizing, okay, this is really Tamara. This is how she lives her life. She really does go to groceries like Trader Joe's. She has a stupid Mm -hmm. obsession with it. She loves working out. Like I feel like people really understood me for who I was and I was consistent with that and I still don't understand it. Like, I am still so blown away that I have over 400k on TikTok and 80k on Instagram and almost 10k on YouTube. It's just like, what? Like, you guys actually (laughs) like me? Like, (laughs) I'm like, there's actually room for me? Like, I don't know. It's like so unbelievable. And I'm so beyond grateful. But yeah, it's been quite the ride. And I don't regret it for a second. Because now like, it is my living and I like have my dream job. And it's just. I'm going
0: to keep running with it. That's amazing. I think I get asked a lot, like, how did I grow my page? And like, the number one tip I always give is like, be consistent, like constantly put out content, the more you post, the sooner you're gonna be able to figure out like, okay, what type of content do I like creating? What type of content does really well for me? What type of content are people yes. wanting to see? And that's how you're going to find your voice. You're going to get more comfortable. You're going to be able to be more authentic. People want authenticity. They don't want this fake bullshit. They don't want that perfect sunset and that perfectly posed body all the time. They want to see the person behind that. They want to see like the real totally, yes, vulnerable person behind the account. So I think what you're doing is amazing.
1: Thank you. And yeah, I try to show the darkness because I I don't know, it pisses me off when there's this like one girl who comes on, she's smiling every day, her hair and makeup is done every single day. And she just looks like she lives the most perfect life because I'm like, No, you don't. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why are you putting on this front? I've literally come on my Instagram on some of the worst days of my anxiety and just been like, I don't want to leave my bed. I've honestly been crying all day today. And those are the days where I feel like I get to talk to my followers so much through DMs. Is like they reach out and they're like, I'm so happy you posted this because same thing. And it's like such a way to connect and for them to realize like, oh, you're not just like a made up person. Like you are real. You're a real human being because it can be honestly so easily forgot with social media.
0: Mm-hmm. And like it can be so easy to forget that I think like a lot of people still like even if we are real and vulnerable, they forget still that we're we're humans just like them and we have feelings. And I think it's so important that this like new wave of influencers or content creators, whatever you want to call us, we're being really like open and real and not just like perfectly made up all the time. And I think right. that's really eye-opening to the younger generations. And it's a good influence and it's a good journey that social media is on.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Another part of social media, though, and like doing all this and taking on this job, you have to be so ready for the hate. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I when I first started my TikTok, I I think TikTok has been the meanest to me. Um, in the beginning, it was definitely the meanest because those are when my vi- videos would go viral and you have the strangers looking in on your life mm-hmm. and every everybody has an opinion about you and they feel the need to share it, which is so just cute of them. Um, but <laughs> I remember in the beginning, I was like, I would get a comment and I would go up to my boyfriend and I would literally pout for like 30 minutes and be so distraught over this random person's comment. And I'd be like, I need to take the video down. Like, why am I doing this? Like why? And Just all these things. And my boyfriend literally had to talk with me. And he was like, if you're going to start this, you need to be ready for this and you need to get a backbone and you need to understand that this is always going to happen. And it doesn't really like mean anything to you. It shouldn't mean anything to you. And so I was like, Okay, you're right, because everyone, especially with food, oh, you should be eating this, you shouldn't be eating mm-hmm. this, oh, these ingredients, you know, this, oh, you shouldn't work out this way, you know, and I'm like, I created a, I created my account to show my life and how I do things, and that's what you're seeing. If you don't like it, that's fine, you don't have to do it, you don't have to eat or do the things that I do, but you followed me to see what I do, and that's what I'm sharing <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. Like the unfollow button, it's there if you don't like my content, like you can leave. I'm not forcing you to be here.
1: I will hold the door for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's like, it's cool. A thing that I've been thinking about is everyone is trying to find those people to follow. You're looking for your influencers, but the influencers are looking for their followers. And it's so important to remember that not everyone is going to be your follower and I feel like in the beginning, I was like, I want everybody, like, I want everyone to love me. And then as time went on, I was like, actually, I don't care if everyone doesn't love me. If you hate me, that's really fine. Go away. Like, <laughs> go find your own influencers and I'll find my own followers. But it's, you're not everyone's cup of tea all the time.
0: Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com 50Ray. 50 RAE and use code 50 Ray50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Yeah. And I think that's like a really hard reality for us to face, especially if you are a people pleaser, like you want everyone to like you. And I feel like that's only like magnified more on social media with having a platform. You're like, oh, like everyone has to like me and you could have like 400,000 people liking you. But if you got one hate comment, it could totally tear you apart. But it's how you react to it and change your mindset around those comments that can really show how strong you are.
1: Totally. I honest, I'm guilty of it. In the beginning, I get mean comments and I'd be like, why are, and like, I like almost fight back, but not really fight back. But I always felt the need to defend myself. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, honestly, not saying anything at all, or even responding, like a heart emoji says enough.
0: Like, (laughs) yeah,
1: it shows that you are the bigger person. Their comment doesn't affect you. Like it's their, it's their own issue if they're getting that worked up about it
0: yes preach it preach it to the choir oh, oh my, my god gosh, I
1: could I could start my own podcast about this topic.
0: <laughs> odds you should How do, do it with hate. <laughs> 101
1: <laughs> seriously dude it's canceled culture like all, like what's happening right now I go on tiktok and Sienna is oh my god and I'm just like girl is everything okay and I, honestly I feel I don't know the details but all I know is that this girl blew up randomly like randomly she had over a million followers overnight and she's getting torn down just as quick and that's what's so scary about this job and this cancel culture is it like it happens to everyone and it's spooky
0: yeah and it's like extreme bullying like Yes, Just like you like you literally hyped her up two seconds ago, and like at the end of the day, yes, we put our lives on the internet. Yes, they put their lives on the internet. Yes, they're opening themselves up to this. but does that give you any right to have a, an opinion, a judgment, and like to comment on what's going on in their personal lives? Like, yes, yeah. you can have it, but keep it to yourself.
1: Like, seriously, I genuinely, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, I've never felt the urge to comment something mean on someone's video. Like, that has never even crossed my mind. Even if I disagree with the video and I'm like, this bitch is stupid, like, whatever, I just swipe. I have never felt the need to be like, what are you wearing? Or why would you eat? I am just like, okay, girl, that's your life, whatever. Obviously, if it's something like terrible and horrific and racist, and like, I'd be more inclined, but like, I've just never felt the need to leave a random hate comment on anyone's anything.
0: (laughs) Same. Or to message someone like, no, like, I just, I don't understand what it is about being behind a screen that someone's morals and values, and I don't even know, like, where does your head go when you think that it's okay to leave that comment? And it can be so detrimental. It's literally the reason why Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio don't. Enjoy posting on their main accounts anymore. They only want to post on like their spam account or burner accounts because they don't get the hate or they don't get it as much on those accounts.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like it's scary. It can get dark really fast, but that's why it's just important to stay focused on the light of it.
0: Practice gratitude. So important. It's always so important to find the silver lining and to attract put out the energy you want to attract and just be like mindful and really take care of yourself going into your health and fitness journey were you always into health and fitness or do you think this is something that you kind of grew into as you got older I've been
1: active my whole life, so when I was little, I danced, and then I was eight. and I think that's when I kind of started getting into the gym because we'd have like the weightlifting room, and we'd go in there and we lift before, or after practice. So it became mm-hmm. common for me, or I just knew about the weightlifting floor. And then once I kind of bounced out of that, I was in a long-term relationship with, with somebody that loved the gym, like spent two hours in there every single day all of that jazz so of course if you're dating that person you are gonna start doing the same thing so I would start going to the gym with him he taught me so much about it I'd spend two hours in the gym all the time um, and it definitely got me into lifting and made me fall in love with it and it was also the time where I realized like how my body works and like all the time on my Instagram I talk about how I'm quad dominant, how my arms grow so much. And people, I feel like so many times will be like, oh, I'm quad dominant too. And I'm like, no, you're actually not. You're just scared of growing your quads. Like (laughs) the reason I say that is just because I have been working out for years and I've watched how my body grows and I've taken note of that. And I kind of go from there. Um, But anyways, back to the story. (laughs) I went back to lifting and all that kind of stuff. High school ended, um, college rolled around and then I was still lifting. And then I started working at UFC And at this point, my freshman year, I was like, literally the leanest, strongest bitch you've ever met in your entire life, probably the best shape of my entire life that I've been in. Um, But I was training like an absolute maniac. And I was also eating so much food. I talk about this in my most recent YouTube video, I go way more in depth about my um, journey, but I was training so much and eating so much. And I was literally in the best shape of my entire life. Um, And then anxiety came into my life. She came knocking on my door and let me know (laughs) that she does exist. And she rocked my shit. It kind of made me fall off the bandwagon for a while. Uh, And then after a few months, I just started getting back into it. And I like started messing around with it more. And yeah, now I'm kind of, I kind of like fell off for a while. And then I started playing with it more. And then quarantine hit. And so then I wasn't able to do anything and I just felt like a couch potato, whatever. And then out of quarantine, you guys have seen everything from there. So, I mean, I've been active my whole life, but there's definitely been some up and downs and phases I've gone through with like not liking this type of workout and then like more enjoying this and whatever. And honestly, that's everybody's fitness journey. If you think that you are going to be doing the same gym lifting routine your entire life, it is not going to happen. Like I, maybe I'll go through a Pilates phase. Like, I don't know. I'm open for anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've totally gone through so many different phases when it comes to working out. I also grew up dancing. Um, So like when people always ask me, like, how did you start like on your fitness journey? Like, babe, like I've always been on my fitness journey. Like, yes, originally it was more like structured and like, I had to go to a class and I was kind of told what to do. But when I went to college, I had to kind of figure it out for myself. And I started lifting and I was doing HIT and following all these different programs. And I've gone through doing F45 and spin classes and reformer Pilates and mat Pilates. And now I'm running and I'm lifting and I'm doing all these different things. And it's, it's a journey for a reason. Um, it's always going to yes, change. And all
1: those, yeah. All those things are so important too. Like trying out all the different things because like lifting is not the only thing you can do. And someone might actually fucking hate lifting, but you try yoga and Pilates and you're like, this is my fucking shit. Like I could do this for the rest of my life. And it's like, cool. That's your thing. And health and fitness doesn't have to be a certain time of exercise. I think it's just finding what you enjoy doing and finding that movement that you love and focusing on that because I just think that that's when you're going to see the most progress because you're going to be the most consistent with it
0: yeah that's what i that's like the piece of advice that i always give anyone who's asking how do you start like how do you find what you enjoy and challenges you mentally and physically and it's just to start and try anything go to gyms or workout classes have the trial class do different things go to orange theory go to f45 go to soul cycle do whatever interests you and eventually you'll find whatever your shit is and that shit could change it's changed for me so always. many times but just and it's be okay. open yes. yes okay so we touched on food a little bit you always post what I eat in a day is your Trader Joe's hauls I wish we had Trader Joe's here in Canada we sadly do not <laughs> oh, oh my gosh I
1: feel like you would be psycho for Trader Joe's like just seeing what you post I feel like it would be your shit like so up your alley
0: we have something called farm boy which is like a Canadian knockoff and it's pretty small it's only pretty much like my city a few cities like nearby but it's pretty much it's like a similar thing and I'm obsessed with it so I know I'd be obsessed with Trader Joe's and that would be a part of my brand if I was American
1: (laughs) (laughs) no it's seriously like I've started to venture off I've been going to Whole Foods a little bit more but that's genuinely just for more dairy free options like Mm -hmm. Whole Foods has more um, dairy free cheeses so I like go there more I feel like
0: yeah what are your fave go-to meals I know I'm always asked this but I want to know what yours are
1: Oh my gosh. I am such a phase girl. Like I will eat the same thing for three weeks until I get so sick of it. And then I'm like, okay, I need to change it. I literally, I saw your TikTok where it was like, you eat the same five meals. I was like, me, bitch. Like literally
0: me. (laughs) My mom literally lectured me last night. She's like, Alana, you can't keep eating the same thing. I'm like, but I want (laughs) to.
1: But you're like, it still tastes good, so why not? I'm the same way with music. If I find a new song that I like, I will listen to it on repeat until I actually hate it.
0: (laughs) Same. Like, literally on repeat, especially if I'm going on a run now, I'll just play one song the entire time.
1: (laughs) Yes, my boyfriend gets so mad at me because there's, like, your recent songs. And it'll be, like, the same five songs every time he gets in my car. (laughs) But whatever. Anyways, back to the food. Um, let's see. Right now, I sitting next to me, I've packed a lunch or dinner for me and Chase to make. We're gonna make a uh, pita wrap. So just like chicken hummus. I got the vegan tzatziki from Trader Joe's um, in pita bread, maybe with some lettuce. That's a really good go to meal for myself. Um, I am obsessed with Mexican food. So I'm a big Mexican Bowl girl, or even um, I'll do like Mexican bowls, or I always do tacos, mahi tacos, mahi mahi tacos. Oh my God, that's like my favorite dinner. I always make pasta because pasta is just so easy. I've been loving the Banza pasta right now. Um, I used to get the lentil pasta from Trader Joe's, and I tried the Banza, and it really hurts my stomach a lot less. It makes me way less bloated and crampy. So I've been loving the Banza. Let's see. What else? What did we just have last night? Or what did I have yesterday? Oh, I'm just a big bowls girl. So filling my like bowl up with as many veggies as I possibly can. And then like some kind of clean protein, top it off with some bitchin sauce. I probably have that five days a week. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's like, those are my main, Breakfast is always either some kind of scramble and potatoes or toast. And I'm a big smoothie girl.
0: (laughs) What's your favorite smoothie combo?
1: Right now, I would have to say a green smoothie. So my base is always strawberry and bananas. If You guys watch my videos. You already know that. Um, Spinach. I add some spirulina. I've been doing coconut water for some hydration and then topping it off with hemp milk because it has some extra protein. And then I use Beam products, so I use Beam's peanut butter um, smoothie flavor in my green smoothies, which really doesn't taste that peanut buttery. It kind of tastes more banana, so it doesn't really mess with the green flavor too much. Chia seeds, hemp hearts, flax meal. Honestly, I kind of open up my pantry. I'm like, what can we throw in? Like, do you do that? <laughs> do you have like, yes. all of those fun smoothie ingredients? And you're like, what else? <laughs>
0: Yes, I literally have them all like perfectly put in my mason jars and labeled and I'll open it up and be like, what do I want to throw in today? What am I going to make it special?
1: Oh, I love that. I'm not that trendy. I should probably do the mason jar thing. My cabinet with my supplements is horrific, to be honest.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) But I'm moving out of my apartment, the apartment I have now. I love it, but this is going to sound like so, oh my God, influencer, but the lighting fucking sucks I have these like gross black countertops that I hate everything's just I feel like I've just outgrown that space and I'm so ready for the new chapter of my life so I'm like itching to get out of it and I've kind of just given up on like fixing and making things cute inside of it because I'm just waiting for the next I'm just like give me my new apartment and like (laughs) I'm gonna fix it up from
0: there That's literally me looking at apartments because I'm planning to move out by the end of the summer and I'm like I can't live here like I'm looking at apartments photos and I'm like no it's too dark I need the light it needs to be aesthetic
1: I'm like I want every wall to be made out of windows
0: (laughs) yes and it has to be all light and pretty and modern so that I can film
1: (laughs) exactly I'm like my bathroom is gonna be so fucking beautiful you guys (laughs) I don't know I'm like so ready to get out of my apartment it's like gloomy and I talk about it on my social media but I'm so affected by like brightness and darkness when it's dark I like gloomy days I struggle the most with my mental health and so the fact that my apartment gets so gloomy itself it's just like I don't get creative I don't feel like full of energy when I'm there I just like want a more creative space I guess
0: Yes, I'm so impacted by the weather and the light and my space, and Canadian winters are not fun. Um, Seasonal affective disorder is real. It gets dark at, like, 5 p.m. here, sometimes, like, 4.30 in, like, the peak of winter, (laughs) and it's gloomy.
1: Oh, my gosh. I seriously... Chase went to University of Oregon, and Oregon is, like, rainy, cloudy, like cold the whole time and i went to go visit him and i remember being like good for you that you went to school here but i genuinely don't know if i would survive like i would drop out i would not be able to live in this weather for more than two weeks
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's not fun but you find ways to cope like taking extra vitamin d and getting like a happy light and all these fun things um (laughs) But if I could live anywhere else, it would definitely not be Toronto as my top pick. I would definitely (laughs) pick somewhere like Australia or California. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more question and then we're going to do a fun little rapid fire. So after that, you're just going to answer them as fast as you can, short and sweet. But before we get to rapid fire... They're not hard. They're really easy questions. You'll be fine. I know.
1: I don't know how to stop talking, so I'm like, fuck, short and sweet, Tamara, short and sweet.
0: <laughs> so the last question is, you've always been really intuitive, or at least like that's what you show with your eating on your social media. Were you always like this, or did you ever fall into diet culture at any point in your life?
1: I have never fallen into diet culture. I have honestly been intuitive my whole life and I really think it's from my upbringing my dad when he cooks dinner makes enormous serving sizes so like small serving sizes like wasn't a thing for me I would just eat until I literally can't eat anymore um and that's how it's been my whole life food was never like looked at as a bad thing growing up and I feel like that's where it affects a lot of people is like the upbringing what their moms did. is your mom a big Mm -hmm. dieter did she all do all of these things like it really affects people But yeah, I've always been more of an intuitive eater, honestly, just because dieting sucks. I've never been like, okay, let me count my calories. Also counting macros. I give props to the people that do that because genuinely it's so much time and so much work. Mm -hmm. I think I tried to count my macros one time and I didn't even make it through breakfast because I was like, I don't want to do this for everything else I eat today. Um, So yeah, I've always been an intuitive eater. And that's just kind of been my thing. I don't know. I, I understand like bulking and cutting and all of that kind of stuff. But for me, I'm just trying to create habits that will last me till I'm 50. I'm not trying to bulk and cut my entire life. I'm just trying to maintain. And yeah, I'm not going to grow my ass as fast as the person that's bulking, but I'll get there eventually. And like, I'll be happy with the process. I'm not in any rush. And like, I want to enjoy my life while I can and don't, don't want to feel restricted. So yeah, I've always been an intuitive eater. And I don't really see that changing anytime soon, unless like goals change or whatever.
0: I love that. I feel like that's definitely where I'm at right now. But I definitely went through periods where I was tracking my macros as tracking my calories as doing food combining as doing all these bullshit diets. And it, it literally consumes you and it's really not worth it. I had a really good relationship with food growing up. Like, I would want to show all the guys like how much I could eat like that was me like we went to like a dessert place and I'm out here like showing them that I can finish the whole dessert waffle by myself and I don't have to split one with one of my girlfriends (laughs) like
1: girl we're literally the same it was like a joke all throughout high school and college how much I could eat because everyone would joke about how often I would ask for people's leftovers like I'd be like are you done with that like can I finish that (laughs) for you after I've already finished my own meal like I'm that friend in the group where I'm like, okay, can I have those last few bites that you haven't touched? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, before dance on a Saturday, I used to have I was like an ego waffle when I was growing up, I did not eat like healthy by any means. I barely had vegetables or fruit. But I had I would have like four or five like ego waffles before dance on a Saturday morning. And that was like normal for me. And my friends would be like, What the fuck, Alana? <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. No, my dad you should have seen my oh it's like disturbing how much I used to eat I'm kind of like how did I consume that much because genuinely I feel like if I tried to sit down and eat that much I don't think I would be able to fit it into my body like by mm-hmm. oh, my dad it was just hilarious growing up and he still is I go over there for dinner and it'll be like the two of us eating spaghetti and he made a pot that could feed like 12 people and I'm just like what okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like my dad too like whenever he would make like pasta or anything it's like for like there'll be like four people in my family and he'll make it enough for like double or triple and most of the time yeah. to be honest we would all have like two maybe three servings totally
1: and you're so happy about it and then you have some bomb ass leftovers
0: <laughs> yes leftovers are my shit <laughs> okay now on to rapid fire I have one two three four five six, eight I think it's eight yeah eight okay. questions you're gonna try and answer them as fast as you can it's okay if you shit, ramble okay. a little bit but it okay. makes it more fun
1: okay i'm ready
0: okay fave workout clothing brand
1: uh lululemon or gymshark i don't know that's such an op- i gotta stop talking next question
0: <laughs> <laughs> fave type of workout lifting fave protein powder flavor
1: peanut butter smoothie from beam is my shit right now
0: that sounds amazing i actually have oh beam my God, in my good. basement i need to try that flavor
1: Yes, it's so good.
0: Fave form of self care:
1: um, reading or meditating.
0: Morning or night routines. Morning. Skincare or hair care. Skincare. Sneakers or heels.
1: Sneakers. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> night in or night out. I'm
1: gonna say night in. I'm oh, I've been so bad about that lately. I never go out anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's literally me. But you survived rapid fire.
1: <laughs> Woo! oh my gosh, that was hard. I was like, stop talking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Before we end the podcast, what is one piece of advice you want to leave the listeners with if they didn't listen to anything and they're just going to listen to this?
1: Um... I'll give you some fitness and personal goal advice. If you're looking at all of your goals right now and it seems like they were all created because you're comparing yourself to somebody else or you're trying to achieve a body to look like somebody else or to have a certain trend or do all of these certain things, reevaluate all your goals. If they're not personal and personal reflections, how will this better my mental health? How will this Better my physical health? How will this help me personally and nobody else? Then you have to reevaluate them. I feel like oftentimes we set goals based on trends we see or these people we get obsessed with, but you need to remember that this life is about you and no one else. So make sure your goals are about you too.
0: Wow. I really like that. Wow. Okay. Might have to make it a quote for the podcast Instagram.
1: oh wait I love that please do I'll post it
0: <laughs> yes and plug yourself out where can the listeners find you if they aren't following you already
1: hey you guys okay Fitness with three s's is my ig tiktok is Tamara a anthony and then youtube just look my name up Tamara anthony
0: amazing well thank you so much for coming on morning ray you're welcome back anytime and oh it was gosh, a pleasure to so have you
1: thank you so much you are such a good uh host that's what it's called you're such a good host
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you well if you like this episode of morning Gray, make sure to rate review and subscribe as it really helps support the pod I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon bye guys